Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome back to the Patricia Raskin Show. Very interesting. We are now talking about alcoholism, but we're talking about how you can avoid addiction. My guest is Mark Treitler, and his book is Alcohol, Drugs, and You, A Young Person's Guide to Avoiding Addiction. And author Mark Treitler is now a man on a mission. But less than a decade ago, he was a man in trouble, and he never knew it until he overheard his daughter saying, we had a good time, but daddy drank a lot. As a successful executive and lawyer, Mark not only battled the disease of alcoholism, but with the support of his family, he told the story in a book directed towards the children, preteens, and families. With over 70% of our population drinking and an estimated 20% with alcohol problems, the story is very, very important to tell. So welcome, Mark. Thank you, Patricia. Nice to be on with you. Thank you. When are kids old enough to talk about alcohol and drugs? What's the best age? You know, we find, unfortunately, that the uh, age of first experimentation is getting getting younger, uh, year after year with drugs and alcohol. So our book was really focused on uh, middle schoolers. You know, there's a lot of experimentation in high school with drugs and alcohol, so... The purpose is to get them, uh, get them some tools and some knowledge before before they're facing the peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Mm. And what was the aha for you? Was it when your daughter said, "You know, Daddy drinks too much," or what was that? The first aha in all of this? Well, there was a lot of there was a lot of ahas before that where I knew I had a problem. But knowing you have mm. a problem and uh, actually convincing yourself to get help are two different things. So there was. probably the last eight to ten years of my drinking, I knew I had a problem and should have gotten help, but I didn't. Um, The aha moment where, thankfully, I finally asked someone for help was, uh, yeah, when I took my daughter to a uh, daddy-daughter concert I was looking forward to. I always tried to focus on being a good dad, uh, you know, despite being an alcoholic. And uh, when we returned from the concert, uh, my wife, her mom, asked how the concert was, and she just said, well, daddy drank too much. And for me, that was the, uh, you know, quote, the rock bottom and the aha moment where I was fortunate enough to ask for help a few days later. You know, unfortunately, mm-hmm. in, in this world, uh, a lot of uh, alcoholics and addicts never have that aha moment and um, have the chance to uh, live a different life. How long ago was that, Mark, between the time she said that and you had the aha and you got help? Um, well, after, she, after she said that, it was about three days later where I uh, drank myself into oblivion. Uh, mm-hmm. at a work event uh, subconsciously, to, so I had to get help. Um, that was about nine years ago, uh, nine and a wow. half years ago. Wow, wow. Before I ask you about kids, I want to ask you how difficult it was for you. I mean, you know, we, we, in AA they say you're always an alcoholic, but you are not drinking now. How difficult was it for you to stop, and what helped you the most? Um, well, it was, it was extremely difficult to get to the point of asking for help. So I, okay. I, was, uh, I knew I needed to do that for years and years and years. And, you know, waking up in a, on a stretcher in an ambulance in a, in a strange city or uh, 
passed out on your bathroom or, you know, a thousand other things all, all alcoholics and addicts have, uh, can look back on. Um, you know, fortunately for me, once I got to rehab, I, I just, you know, I followed the instructions of the experts and, um, you know, one day at a time, it, 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 it's certainly difficult, um, but the path is laid out by, you know, hundreds of thousands before. So if you just mm-hmm. listen to others, it wasn't, mm-hmm. it certainly, uh, it certainly wasn't, uh, it was easier than uh, dealing with my drinking, I'll tell you that. Mm. What is life like now without the drinking? What's the difference? I'm actually uh, learning to uh, you know, live a normal life, have coping skills, try to and, uh, be present with kids and, and mm. uh, coworkers and clients and spouses. Um, you know, when you're wrapped up in your addiction, whether it's alcohol or drugs, it's really... Unfortunately, the focus of your day, you know, you might spend some time watching your kids softball game, but your mind really isn't there. You're not really present. Um, yeah, and so, you, you don't deal with issues directly. Is that true? You, you do it more through the drinking or the drug? Yeah, there's, there's no, you don't develop coping skills. This is a, it's a very odd thing. So if, you're, uh, if you have a loved one that begins uh, using drugs or alcohol in high school and now they're 35, the, the normal adult coping skills that you learn for a marriage or for fatherhood or for dealing with things at work, alcoholics don't have a coping skill. When they're stressed, they drink. When they're anxious, they drink. Even when they're happy. When something goes great at work, they go out and celebrate with alcohol. So mm. um, you know, when, when, you, when you actually get sober, uh, it's 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 interesting because you uh, your your emotions come back. You, you learn coping skills. And that's skills, scary. It's scary and 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 in a way, it's great in a way too. You know, you you're scared because you're crying uh, at a commercial. Uh, but you know, it's uh, it's nice to see you know where emotions are are developing. Mm-hmm. But it takes a while. Mm-hmm. What tips would you give to parents about open communication with kids? Um, it is your responsibility to talk to them about drugs and alcohol and to prepare them for peer pressure and drugs and alcohol. It's not something you can let the schools do. Um, I like to give the analogy of our, or, you know, my parents uh, uh, back in the 50s and 60s and 70s talking about uh, birth control and the birds and the bees and safe sex and, uh, you know, the parents in the 90s talking about AIDS um, Drugs and alcohol are a bigger issue now than, uh, you know, in terms of death than AIDS ever were, ever was, and it's not even close. Um, so it's your responsibility, you know, what, whether it's a book like mine that was designed to help you talk with kids, um, use that, um, or there's, there's, there's other resources out there. Sit at the table, talk to them about the dangers, give them a fighting chance against uh, what, what they don't, the dangers they don't really understand. What about the peer pressure? How do you help them deal with that? You know, my daughter's really great at that. There's, uh, as you mentioned, my daughter wrote half of this book, and there's a chapter on peer pressure. Uh, we definitely give some some tips in there. You know, one is have have a uh, uh, adult they're comfortable with uh, available for peer pressure, and it's usually not the parents, uh, whether it's you know Aunt Aunt Jackie or uh, or Uncle Tom, who they're really you know friends with and play cards with. Have that person uh, tell your son or daughter, hey, if there's peer pressure, come talk to me. You don't, have, don't worry about embarrassing yourself with the parents. Come talk to me. And, you know, for kids, uh, you know, we, in our book, we also uh, discuss how, you know, 30% of families, even higher, uh, have alcoholism or addiction in their genes. And that makes you basically allergic to alcohol compared to your peers. So we, 
suggest using that as an excuse or a pushback. Hey, hey, you wanna you wanna smoke this joint? No, I'm sorry, I have addiction in my family. That's you know, it's really not something I can ever do. So there's there's some tips there, uh, and, and of course, open communication. You know, it's hard for I'm a parent. It's hard to uh, it's hard to talk to your kids about things, but you know, it's a lot it's a lot easier to talk to them before than uh, you know five years after their addiction started, and you're trying to get them into rehab. Yeah, yeah, very important. Hmm, what about, there's something called stop, drop, and roll that we talk about like being on fire. Is there a phrase that applies to alcohol and drugs? You know, what, what we really try to focus on is prevention rather than rehabilitation. Um, re, re, you, you know, you see commercials on TV all the time now for rehab centers and, uh, you know, can't you can't watch an hour long news program without some story on a uh, opiate uh, overdose um, it's we want to prevent and educate rather than try to deal with the problem afterwards because once the addiction uh, light switch is turned on it's never turned off your whole life so we, we want to focus on the uh, prevention and education to give these give these kids and adults a fighting chance yeah so important what do you think are the signs of a healthy child who's emotionally healthy? And what tips would you give for raising an emotionally healthy child? We should have my wife on for this because she's much better at that than I am because she's a, what we call a normie, a non-alcoholic or addict. Um, you know, I've, open communication is key. Uh, I've seen that in my family and others. Um, being able to talk to your parents, you know, about you... Uh, you were at a party and your, your your friend got drunk and you had to drive him home and uh, open communication about good things and bad things happening uh, at mm-hmm. school. You know, in you know, and I've done a lot of research of families of addiction and alcoholism and the communication is almost always lacking, even when mm-hmm. uh, it, you know, even when there's a history of alcoholism, the the, the parents don't even tell the kids that. Open communication, mm-hmm. um, letting them be comfortable. And of course, that means if they tell you something, not you know, going off the rails. You have to, you have to make it a conducive environment for your for your kids to talk to you. But I, I think communication is the key. Right. So when we look at genetics versus environment, like how much influence do you believe the environment has on the propensity to addiction? It sounds like it has a lot, particularly communication. Yeah, it's there, there's been studies for decades and decades. Most most researchers and professionals say it's about fifty fifty. Certainly, if you have uh, addiction in your genes, you're you know you can be you can be much more likely to become an addict. Um, but then again, environment and how you raise uh, how you raise the children. You know, if you look at if you look at uh, there's certain cultures that never use drugs or alcohol. So how do you you know you have to you have to attribute right. that to to the environment. There's right. uh, you know the Mormon religion or, or entire countries uh, in the mm-hmm. Middle East. There's no drugs or alcohol. Mm-hmm. So there's right. there's certain the environment certainly plays a part. Um, you're born with certain genes. If you're born with uh, addiction, like I was in my family, you know you, you certainly have a, a higher chance of becoming an alcoholic. But it's uh, you know that first drink is uh, you know nobody's forcing that on you. So the the environment is pretty significant as well, and 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 doing everything you can as a parent to uh, to prevent it because you know it's uh, dealing with. Um, you dealing with a teenage or, or young adult addict uh, is not is not a is not a mm-hmm. great ending. Mm-hmm. 
All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to you about how you really wrote this book as a family affair. We'll talk about all of that and also why this book is, you know, the conversations that need to come around this kind of book and about your foundation as well. So my guest is Mark Treitler, and he wrote this book with his daughter. It's Alcohol, Drugs, and You, A Young Person's Guide to Avoiding Addiction. And again, uh, he's an alcoholic who is sober for a decade, and he's been very successful in business and in his work. And certainly, uh, this book is helping so many parents talk to their teenagers. So you're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on Voice America. America's Voice. And Mark, before we take a break, how can people find the book? What is the website? They can go to potatoallergy.com. And uh, okay. that plays off our, our story for kids. Yeah, we'll talk about allergy. that after the break, what that means. So, yeah, All so right. potatoallergy.com. All right. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back right after the break. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts, we'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Success doesn't come by chance. It's a decision to take a chance on you. Attending the University of Choice is a goal, but not a guarantee. Dr. Cynthia Colon offers you the formula of going from good, better, to best, and increasing those chances of receiving that yes to your dream university. Get the one-to-one attention every student needs to succeed. Tune in to Destination University, live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Our humanity is a thing we take for granted, but it takes many forms, and it requires much of us to fully express it. Listen to On Living, The Trauma and Beauty of Being Human with host Dr. Leanne Nguyen. This program will explore topics about survival, fulfillment, hope, connection, being fully alive to ourselves and to others. Guests are people whose life experience inspires us to reflect on these questions. Tune into On Living, broadcasting live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show hi everyone we are back and we are talking about alcohol and addiction 
and how we can help our children prevent alcohol and drug addiction. My guest is Mark Treitler, who definitely is on a mission. Less than a decade ago, he was a man in trouble, and he didn't know it till he overheard his daughter say we had a good time, but Daddy drank a lot. Mark is a successful executive and lawyer, and he not only battled the disease of alcoholism, but with the support of his family and friends. He told the story in a book directed toward the children, preteens, and families. Welcome back, Mark. Thanks, Patricia. All right. So talk about how this is a family affair. Talk about your wife's contribution, your daughter's contribution, and how that all happened. Yeah, you know, right when I got to rehab and we started learning about the, the genetic aspects of this, uh, of alcoholism and the, uh, and the effects on the brain and the body, my first thought was, why didn't my parents tell me about this? There's addiction on both sides of my family for generations. Why didn't they say anything? Um, mm. So I was, uh, you know, they're great parents. Uh, that's just not, not something that they did. So I was set out to make sure that my kids knew about this. Mm. Um, brainstorm with my kids about writing, uh, writing essays or journals. And my daughter and I thought about writing a book. So we wrote a book together where she wrote half of every chapter. And, uh, and then we realized, uh, you know, by talking to, to people that we knew in the community that the, you know, 90% of families have someone in there that needs help. Um, so we decided to make it a, a family charity project and, and try to get it out in as many kids' hands as we could. Uh, my son and uh, wife did the, uh, did the illustrations throughout, and we've done uh, book signings and some TV mm. appearances as a family. And, Isn't that great? Uh, yeah, where we've able, you know, just last week my, we got the book into uh, San Diego Juvenile Hall here, so wow. hopefully those uh, 500 kids will help a, help a handful of them. And I also bet that it's brought your family closer in working together. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, my daughter and I were on WGN News uh, uh, this summer, and it's uh, it's hard to describe the pride and the, the feelings I had looking at my 17-year-old daughter sitting next to me, you know, talking mm. on uh, national news about how to how kids should deal with peer pressure about drugs and alcohol in uh, in high school. So yeah, it's. Uh, what did she say about that? Um, that that you have to you have to be confident. You have to be your own person. Um, you know, your your friends. True friends won't, uh, you know, won't ever press you to do something you're not comfortable doing, and tell them tell them you have uh, alcoholism in your in your family, or you think you have alcoholism in your family, and um, you know, be that person that uh, that like she is right now, you know, not going. Thank God uh, that is a designated driver at parties, and you know, be confident and uh, and, and not ashamed. She says it better what? than I do, but they uh, teenagers listen to other teens, that's for sure. Do you think because of all the support you got from your family, it was easier for you to get through this because they, they were there for you? It certainly helps. Uh, I'm sure you know the, uh, the, the percentage of success of going to rehab is not high, um, mm. even professional rehab. I actually watched a movie last night uh, uh, that's, that's out in the theaters now, and they were talking about how it's in single digits. Um, yeah, you know, you had, they say you have to do it for yourself, but having a uh, supportive family and kids and wife out there to, uh, to motivate you and give you something to do it for was, uh, was very helpful. They visited me all the time in rehab, um, mm. and, uh, and, you know, wanting to break the cycle, the fa- break mm. the cycle family addiction. Cause you know, mm. I'm, I'm sure you and all of your listeners know families that 
the dad and mom have it and the kids and the grandparents, and uh, that, that'll keep going unless something's done. Yeah. Talk about the website potatoallergy.com. Why potato allergy? Yeah, we, um, well, we try to make this relatable to kids. So every, every uh, family and every kid knows somebody that has a peanut allergy, right, Patricia? You, you do as well. Pretty much. It's all, Pretty much. It's all over the country. So what happens with that kid? Everybody knows. Everybody talks about it. The teacher knows. The, the friends on the baseball team and at Girl Scouts, they all know, and they never have peanuts around this kid, and it's not something to be ashamed of. Well, right. alcoholism is, is also an allergy. You have an, you mm-hmm. have an allergy. Your brain reacts differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, to alcohol, and we use potato, you know, for, for vodka. So we have this little character in the book, uh, the potato, who keeps saying, why don't I get talked about it, uh, you know, at Boy Scouts? <laughs> why don't teachers know that I'm an alcohol, you know, I have an allergy to alcohol? So we made this cute little character uh, that my son drew, and he's the, you know, the, the, the allergy that's not getting any respect. So our website's called potatoallergy.com, and on there you can... Submit free question, questions. We'll, we'll get experts to answer. You can get free mm-hmm. wristbands. We have little wristbands That's like great. allergy wristbands. And obviously uh, look at all our videos and uh, uh, order copies of the book or use Amazon. Tell us about the Red Rosebud Foundation. You know, we, uh, we set up a nonprofit foundation to, uh, for, for my family and other families uh, to donate to where we use that money. Um, all of it, 100%, not one of those uh, charities that, uh, that uses 10%. We use 100% of the uh, proceeds to donate books to, to schools or, like last week, to Juvenile Hall. Um, and if any of your listeners work in churches or schools or, uh, or other locations where kids can benefit from this book, we're happy to donate them. So that's our cause. We're trying to you know, help as many kids as we can before it's too late. Um, and uh, uh, doing it through the foundation and, and the, the two books that we have. Which is really great. What would be your closing message to our listeners, Mark? What would you, what do you want them to get from this? Well, if you're parents, talk to your kids about this. Use our book. If you need free copies of the book, e- email us online. We're happy to provide them. You, you have to make this an issue. It, just, just hoping it doesn't happen, the, the results can be horrible. And then if you or somebody you know now has a problem, it's only going to get worse unless you, unless you get help, unless you get professional help. But alcoholism and addiction are progressive diseases. So month by month, year by year, it's only going to get worse. So you have to do something about it now, and you don't want to become one of the, you know, the 50,000 Americans that died from opiates last year. Wow. Mm. Where can people find the book? Uh, either Amazon and just type in our, our Tritler or the uh, the name of the book. Amazon has both books, BarnesandNoble.com, and you can go to PotatoAllergy.com to access the, uh, the the Amazon link. Okay, and I want to let listeners know too. The book is animated, and it's I mean it, the drawings are adorable. And your wife did mm-hmm. the drawings. My my son and my wife. My uh, my son did the drawings when he was twelve. And you you with your daughter wrote the copy, wrote the book. Yeah, she has ha- she has part of each chapter, and then she uh, she added on her own a Bible verse that she thinks is uh, inspirational wow. for that subject. Wow, wonderful, wonderful! All right, so again, the book is Alcohol, Drugs, and You: A Young Person's Guide to Avoiding Addiction. It's by Mark Tritler and his daughter Liana Tritler. 
And the illustrations are by Bennett and Rowena, Rowena Treitler. So it's definitely a family affair and something that will really help you with your children and for prevention. Give the website one more time, Mark, before we go. Potatoallergy.com. All right. Thanks so much for being on the program. Thanks, for Really appreciate Patricia, it. Thanks for having me. All right, stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Write to me, Patricia, at patriciaraskin.com, and I'll put you on my newsletter list. And you can Facebook, contact me on Facebook at Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources. Until next time, have a great week. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.